When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. We're going to catch up with Rich Yeager because we're going to talk some Warriors. They are playing tomorrow at Mount Smart Stadium. Go Media Stadium, I should say. And it's sold out, Kempi. And no doubt they'll be enjoying being back home. Next we run, they're going to have a, a flurry of home uh, advantages, home matches, and they're taking on a pretty, um, well, not that confident Rabideau side who have been pretty uh, quite struggling as of late. But Richie Agar's joining us this morning. Richie, good morning. Morning, boys. How are you doing? Hey, Richie. Good, thank you, mate. Nice to, nice to talk to you, Richie. It's uh, four, you're four from five, mate, and the Souths are, are the opposite. They've lost four of their last five games. Mate, what... Uh, what do you take out of that? Uh, I guess that those losses that they've had, Souths going into this game tomorrow night. Oh yeah, good question, Kempi. Because obviously, it's only three or four weeks ago that everyone is talking about Souths as being Premiership Premiership favourites. I think, look, like uh, like a lot of teams in the competition, if you if you lose two or three of your better players, uh, it can have a real impact on uh, on your team and your performance. Uh, what I would say is. However, the good players are still very, very good players, mate. And if I think if you give them enough ball or field position, uh, they've certainly got the talent to, to create problems for you. Oh, you know, undoubtedly, um, the form over the last month hasn't been where they, they wanted it to be. But we know that can change really quickly. And look, for us, we had, we had a good win last week. Uh, but at the same time, uh, I don't know if this is a coach's in as a what. We we feel there's areas of our performance that that we've done better and we'll need to do better moving forward this weekend too. Yeah, what what are those areas, Richie? Look, when you're outside looking in, you see the scoreline. You know, forty odd points every week, yeah. dominating position, dominating dominating every area that we see on the TV. But from a coach's point of view, are you able to just you know put the spotlight on those little areas that you're hoping for improvement? Uh, well, I think sometimes sometimes in the coach's box, you ride every play. And when you go back and watch the film, you think it's maybe not as bad as I thought. But we just thought there were some areas uh, coming out of our own end where where we probably lost momentum in our sets, where we maybe didn't finish our sets as uh, as strong as we would have liked to have done. Where, uh, and this is always a fine balance. You know, we pushed a couple of passes that, you know, are, are the passes on or are we better just making a different decision on them? Uh, and just a couple of areas defensively on on our edges where we felt uh, maybe the opposition last week didn't, you know, didn't expose it, but we could have been a little bit more tighter uh, in our systems. We didn't quite get pinned for it last week, but we know coming up again, uh, certainly coming up again, what is, is generally a strong left edge this week. 
Uh, we're going to have to be good down there. Some of it is, is nice that you can try and iron things out on the back of, you know, on the back of a healthy win, uh, rather than on the back where, where you have got pinned for it. But uh, at the same time, you know, we know uh, when we're coming up again, you know, the teams that have got uh, title ambitions, uh, and I know they're not in, in, in great form at the moment, but we're going to have to be better. Richie, is one of those areas um, the offload, like in, the, in that first 20 minutes especially, I think the stat at half time was you had nine offloads to St George's one, but on the back of the offload, that second phase, you sort of lost a little bit of structure there, and then in that second quarter you went back to your system and, and found found the try line quite easy. Is, is one of those areas that you're working on what you do in that second phase after an offload? Uh, yeah, exactly that can be, and sometimes it, it's a selection on the pass. Do I give it or don't I give it? And I thought a couple of times uh, those offloads and passes it didn't go to hand. And as I say, is, is it is it the timing? Is it the selection of the pass? Is it on? Isn't it on? What we don't want to do, we don't want to, you know, we don't want to put fear of using the football in our players. Uh, as you know, we don't want them to become you know, full of anxiety about passing the ball and, and, and missing opportunities, really. But there's just a little bit of a balance in there. And sometimes, as you know, it, it's situational within the game, too. Uh, and, you know, what, what's come before it? Have you been defending sets on your own line for the last three sets? Um, so it's just about that little bit of game feel and, and, and balance. And as you say, at times, what comes off the back of it? Because momentum is so important in the game. You know, if you have, if you have, I guess, one play and, and one play selection that, that doesn't quite create your momentum in the set, you can lose momentum for the set and uh, and end up, you know, end up on the back foot a little bit. As I say, Kempi, some of it is is pretty minor stuff, but it, it's good opportunity for us to to try and iron it out on the back of a on the back of a healthy win. Mate, I've absolutely loved, um, Richie, the, 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 the skill set under pressure, particularly on those edges, the, the ball going from Chance yes. to Rocco Berry, out to Dallin. Like, they're backing their skills under pressure, and it's so good to see. So I love hearing you say, look, we don't want to take that away, and, and the boys lose their confidence. You know, you want to see them getting those opportunities and, and relishing those opportunities. But talking about Josh Curran, he's coming in. He's going to have an opportunity with Mitch Barnett. Um, mate, how's he transitioned into that starting role? And Mitch Barnett had a couple of weeks off. He's he's going good? Yeah, look, I'll start with Barney. I think he's a player that we, we've missed incredibly. Uh, he's very experienced playing now, understands the game, uh, whether he plays edge or middle. You know, he really understands the game in either role. Uh, he's got a very, very strong mentality and... Uh, he's, he's, you know, really evolved into a senior player for us. So um, the game time and the productivity and, and the quality in what he delivers for us is something that I think we've missed this season. And I think when he came back, uh, I think it was a Redcliffe game that, that he came back in. I think to be off for so long and come back and play in the manner he did shows, you know, what a really important player is for us. I think Josh... Uh, as that to be patient and had some terrific impact off the bench. I think what uh, what's been asked of him is he's delivered really, really well. I think what we know is when we get down the opposition's end, um, it's a commodity what he's got. You know the ability to to find holes and to break the line and be such an offensive threat uh, is something that any you know those sort of qualities is something that any team. 
um, would view as a real positive. So there were some parts of Josh's all-round game early in the year where Andrew asked him to, you know, to work on a little bit and tidy up. But I think we've seen, and, and a lot of that were around some of the defensive efforts, boys. But I think Josh has made a, you know, a real concerted effort and and great strides in some of those areas, which uh, which the coach asked him to. And yeah, so it'd be a good opportunity for Josh uh, this week to get some more, you know, some more playing minutes under his belt and and show us what he can do. Richie, do you think we, you know, Josh is just going to go up from here, especially given you know the the court case that he had? Uh, going on over in Australia, that's been put to bed now. So, do you think mentally that's kind of maybe held him back a little bit, and he, uh, the, the, that weight being off his shoulders will will see him just go strength to strength? Uh, I think anyone that knows a, a situation like that, uh, regardless of how strong an individual you are, it's going it's going to weigh on your mind. You know, it's it's always there, and there's always a, a worry and an anxiety and a, and a nagging doubt about it. Um, quite often you, you know sport and this type of job for periods it, it can take you, your mind away from it you know when you get there and you get in with the boys and you've got opportunity to concentrate on your craft and, and work really hard it, it does you know for, for that short period of time it can take it away but there's no doubt that uh, behind the scenes everything that comes with um, you know I guess an incident like that is going to is going to weigh on you so I, I'm sure that when we got in yesterday, with that all behind him, you know there were a, there were a great relief behind Josh that it's it's been put to bed and he can very much focus on you know not only his job in rugby league but getting with his life uh, in a little bit more easier fashion now. Hey, Richie Maratza no Kore, yeah. okay, it's his, it's his, yeah. it's starting to get a little bit. Um, a bit of an anxiety starting to rise now because of the the suspensions, and you know he's taken the the plea and got the three weeks, and you're leading into yep. the back end of the year. What yep. what if anything are you guys worried about, or do you make any changes to his aggression and the way that he's defending? And and what, how does that affect the likes of Sean Johnson, knowing that he hasn't got him next to him in defence? Um. Well, yeah, I'll probably start with that last little bit, Kempe. Well, I, I think he's one of the outstanding back rowers in the competition. You know, as a as a half back yourself, Kempe, you wouldn't want to be defending him. You know, he carries the ball uh with such power and aggression, you know, it's it's borderline physical violence when he's got the ball in his hand. Um but what he's done impressively for us is is defenders are four men. And I think a lot of the key to your edge defence can be how your four men move, you know, the footwork, the change of speed, uh the vision in terms of sometimes they have to defend, you know, they have to defend three issues. You know, the ball player coming out on the lead runner and then get out of the back and help the halfback. And, you know, I, I think Murata is, you know, he's such a quality player. He's up there with a, you know, when he's on form, he's up with a, with the very, very best back rowers in the game, uh, offense and defense as well. So he's, he's going to be a great miss for us. I think it's important when Murata is, uh, to strip too much of that aggression away. Uh, you're going to lose a big chunk of the player. So for us, it, it's to get him better, to find a balance. Look, we don't think he's going after people uh, in any sort of reckless and indisciplined way. Uh, there's a couple of issues where, I guess, the timing, the height of the tackles, he's not doing an awful lot wrong, Kemper. You know, the very, very, um, I guess, borderline incidents what's got him 
you know, what's got him suspension. But but the outcome of them, as we know, someone gets a knock in the head and, and concussion uh, at this moment in time of the game, and quite rightly so, um, is looking upon that and, and trying to eradicate it from the game. So, look, he knows he's got to be uh, a little bit better. We don't we don't want to rein his aggression in. We just want to try and alter his target areas and get his technique. You know, we're only talking a fraction here too, just a little bit lower. Just a question from one of our listeners here, uh, Richie. Um, yep. Question, how do you coach game scenario for game awareness? Warriors have been awesome to watch this year. This is from Tyson. If you're able to answer, how much on training under pressure are you doing throughout the week? Uh, I think that goes back to pre-season, uh, and we still do it when we can. It's opportunities when you get on six and seven day turnarounds, especially with some travelling. It, it can be difficult with what you do in training because you know there's certain boxes we have to tick around the game. Uh, but what we did do pre-season, we uh, we competed a lot and we competed by putting them in different scenarios. Uh, so. I think on top of that, it's not just around training. I think it's an element where your players learn through the year too. So we've been in different situations through the year. I think the way that, you know, our coach would handle it, whether that be at half-time, post-game, what you do in review, I think that is all part of the, I guess, um, the learning process and the mental learning process uh, as you, you know, as your journey unfolds. But I'd also say... Uh, we did spend a lot of time pre-season and we've actually done some this week actually because we have had opportunity where uh, we, we do compete and there's penalties for the team that loses and we do put them in, in different, I guess, different game scenarios. But I will credit the players, mate. I think I think the players uh, being as bought in as they are at the moment um, and the guidance that, that our coach gives them I think there's been a lot of uh, learnings along the way. I think half-time at our place is always uh, very calm, very simple. A couple of messages that if we can fix this, guys, we'll, we'll go on and do this. And, and the way they review it, I think, you know, our guys can see that, yeah, we did make these adjustments on the run. Uh, and we did start thinking a little bit more correctly while we were under pressure. So, uh, yeah, I think that's a little bit, you know, the evolution of our team too. Yeah, they see, they're certainly looking at um, like the benefits of the off season and and that type of training too. Uh, under those scenarios of uh, putting a big smile on their face, I noticed that after the game, Richie on uh, on Friday yeah. night against St George, mate. Just ask you a question before we let you go. Uh, to you got yeah. you got a bit of a selection dilemma coming up because the first time of the year with ten rounds to go, you're starting to get players back. You got Mitch back back. This week, of yep. course, you're going to have Marata coming back into the side, but also to uh, to Marty Martin's on his way back, and Jazz Tavago, I see he's walking around at training as well. He'd be a couple of weeks That's off. Right, what yep. um, what if any have you guys got an idea of what your actual best team looks like, and will those guys come back, or will they be put back in New South Wales um, if your team keeps winning? Hey, Kempi, first thing, I've got no selection at eight. Andrew Webster's going, mate. It's not my headache. Thank goodness. <laughs> uh, so, on your question, mate, is, look, we we can't wait to get all those guys back, let me tell you. And to be able to choose from a full, fit and healthy squad, uh, coming in, you know, coming to the home straight of the season is something, you know, we can only dream about, really. I think in situations like this, 
we've not had it all year where we've had the opportunity and, and fingers crossed and such would we get to the point where, where we do that, get that opportunity and, um, and, and formal sort itself out. I think when you've had guys that have had long layoffs, uh, I guess that's a, that is a question for Andrew and our performance staff really about whether, uh, like Ed Cossey, for instance, you know, has been a regular for us, but where he is physically coming back in New South Wales Cup, uh, and, and this is regardless of the form of our wingers, coming back in New South Wales Cup uh, for two or three weeks is probably a must for him, Kempe, you know, mm. given given the time off and the nature of his injury and where he's at physically. Um, Just Varga, for instance, came back after a long layoff early in the year, were put straight in the team, and, and he looked like he'd never missed a beat, to be fair. And, you know, I think Jazz is a player, um, you know, that we've missed. You know, we've missed his impact and, and his aggression and the way he carries the ball and his skill. We've missed it off the bench. So, look, I think I think uh, by the time those guys are back, um, form, form will sort itself out a little bit. It's a strong position to be in. But I think at this moment in time, well, I can tell you, we, you know, we've not had those conversations about, you know, when Tamari comes back, what you know, what's our team going to look like, and and Jazz or, or anybody for that instance. But all we're hoping is that you know we do we do get those headaches because you know we've not had that, that headache at all this year. Mm. Nice, Richie. Thanks very much for giving us some time this morning, mate. Really appreciate it. Best of luck tomorrow night against the Rabbitohs. May the winning streak continue and that push for the four, eh? Yeah, that's what we're hoping. You know, it's coming to the I, I guess the exciting end. We're going to have a a full house again down at Mount Smart. So, yeah, let's hope we can get the performance out there and, and, and get another win. Yeah, good stuff. Richie Ago with us from Cheers, the Richie. Warriors. Appreciate your time, Cheers, my guys. friend. Go well. Have a great weekend as well. Uh, this is Izzy and Kempe for breakfast. Uh, coming up next, we're going to kick off Kempe's Kicker. So if you've got tips for us uh, and you want to be in for Kempe's Kicker, text us through double eight double three. This is Izzy and Kempe for breakfast. Thanks to Chemist Warehouse, your real house of fragrance.